0: So, moving on to the second chapter. So, this chapter is labeled Freedom of Expression from Black Armbands to Bong Hits for Jesus. And so, basically, this chapter basically um, goes over how, you know, how exactly is our freedom of speech, our right to the 14th Amendment. Um, affecting how students are allowed to behave at school and like what they're allowed to say right off the bat, right off the bat, the author starts questioning exactly how committed the Supreme Courts is, the Supreme court, sorry, is to the first amendment's freedom of speech and how exactly should they protect the rights of students? to introduce their own ideas into the schoolhouse. The author notes that some of the people believed that, you know, having your own opinion or sitting out during school events and things like that. He notes out that people were um, people were claiming those things to be very destructive and disturbing the class and um, that such actions would offend students, and um, in like they basically believe that free speech was bad. Free speech in their minds, free speech equals bad. And I don't, I don't know how exactly they have that mindset. It's just very intriguing. Rather than intriguing, it's very baffling. So moving on, the author just he. Uh, provided um, the Supreme Court case of Tinker versus Des Independent Community and how they embraced the principle that students refrain from uh, free speech rights in schools. And um, they reconceptualized, and I quote, the roles, the roles of both the student and the school in American society Tinker asserted that students must not be viewed as mere empty vessels that teachers and teachers alone fill with knowledge on discrete topics. That conception offered an impoverished understanding of education. Instead, Tinker insisted students must be permitted to exchange independent ideas with one another on an extensive array of topics because those exchanges constitute an essential part of education process of itself, which I, end of quote, which I uh, definitely agree with. Like they basically stated how, you know, students are not just robots that you can just mind control and, you know, just teach them things and, you know, but like everyone has that that right to think of their own thing, that right to their opinion. And I think that's a very, their idea is a very effective and um, more, um, human, more human way of teaching. And so basically, the chapter consists of, you know, you know, different Supreme Court case battles. And just, you know, there's two sides here. One side literally does not believe in human rights of to speech and thoughts, because apparently it distracts the other students while the other side you know has a more insightful way of thinking and you know that's that's a more logical way of thinking and these people the people on the other side clearly don't understand that and so the author basically points out you know different supreme court cases and he lets like i said going back to the first podcast episode he basically shows both side of the controversy he shows this side that think that, you know, um, freedom of speech is wrong. And he shows the side that think freedom of speech is correct, which that really provides, you know, a lot more, um, um, background and insight to people reading who are not very much, you know, experienced with uh, this topic. Like for me, uh, it was like, it was like a new experience, you know, reading all the, about all these court cases to really just Um, opened my mind and it was just like really and you know it's a very effective way of you know um, getting people out there to understand your opinion and understand what you're saying when you provide both sides of the story which is always always and always and always a very effective thing to do and a very smart one okay so let me provide a very big example of this time when this boy named Fraser. He was a very well known. He had this reputation of, you know, being a um, public speaker, and he was invited to go and do a public speak with this, uh, public speech for the school. And as you can already guess where I'm going here, he, you know, there was of course he delivered his speech, and of course there were two sides who were up against each other and so basically his speech was like you know very um very mature and he and he talked about you know things that some people may take in offense some um people did indeed take in offense um take it offensively and it took him one minute exactly one minute to say the speech like the author states he, it took him one minute to say the speech, and after that, people were just arguing about it, arguing about it, and arguing about it. And um, he was suspended for three days because he his speech violated the school's disruptive conduct and the, the school's disruptive conduct policy, which and I quote, conduct which materially and substantially interferes with the educational process is prohibited, including the use of obscene profane language or gestures, end of quote. And that was, I don't even, there's so many things I want to say. First of all, to the people taking his speech very offensively, have they never thought of, you know, how, how everyone you know believes in one thing because from my understanding of this situation some people you know understood where he was coming from some people accepted his speech you know and I agree that it was a little you know well a little too mature but it wasn't anything that made him deserve getting suspended over and I think that was just really unfair for him to be getting that type of treatment solely because he was expressing you know in his opinion a great piece of literature and he also acknowledged that it was sophomoric but he also said like you know even though it was uh, said that way he very carefully selected all his words in order not to you know um offend anybody but you know it it just ended up taking the opposite effect of what he wanted so it was just like really sad to see the student who worked really hard on something he believed was a great piece of literature and i'm not trying to criticize him or anything like that but i think it was really unfair of all those people who took it very offensively especially when he worked really hard to try and get the opposite effect they should have been more understanding And I think this is a really big example for um, the freedom of speech thing because they they used the whole idea of, you know, oh, he was he was being um, like his speech was very inappropriate. They immediately just rushed to the negatives and didn't try to see like more than that. They didn't try to look further and look into his speech that he made. They didn't try to look to the literature side. They just took it very offensively, which I think was really unfair. So there were some, it was really sad to see that, but think surprisingly for him, there were some people who, you know, acknowledged him for what he did and saw past that, that stage and that barrier that those, the other people couldn't see. And they saw his work as a piece of literature and they were, you know, praising him and stuff and, which I think is really great for him. He was getting the recognition he deserved, and especially after all that treatment, and despite that, there were some people who still believed that what he did was wrong. There were some people who were still against him, even after all that. So in conclusion, this, this chapter really opened my mind to how unfair society can be and to how unfair um, people can be, despite on their belief And this chapter more wasn't like more about the Supreme Court cases. It was more about, you know, freedom of speech going into that direction and how everyone has their own opinions. And there's people that just cannot, no matter what, cannot even acknowledge that. And this chapter really opened my eyes to that because I just never like I just never was very, you know, um, informed of situations like this it's really my first time hearing about it and I think it should be more known to the uh, people out there of all these stories in his book on in this chapter specifically because of you know how it could teach people to respect others opinions and I think it's really great um, it's a really great moral for some of us.